Welcome to Beer and Business. You found the best podcast for entrepreneurs. We serve crafty business knowledge, comedy, and yes, beer. And now it's time for our hosts. If he were to pat you on the back, you'd list it on your resume. It's Jake Mullins. And his beer never gets warm. It just sits there, staying frosty, waiting for him. Mr. John Winnie. And if you spell his name in Scrabble, you automatically win. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Darren Flanagan. Folks, welcome back to Beer and Business. Happy New Year. It is Thursday, January 9th, 2020. This is Jake. This is John. And this is Darren. And oh my God, we got through the intro, boys. <laughs> I am really excited today, guys. We are talking about, well, you know, we got to start the year and beer and business style. We are going full controversy, taboo, walking the line. We are talking today about cancel culture, which is really pervasive. And About what? cancel culture. And we'll talk about what that is. This is really important, guys, because it can actually ruin a small business. And so we're going to be educating right. our listeners about that and telling you some ways that you can prevent it or avoid it. But listen, that's a heavy topic. Before we get into that, we should probably drink a heavy beer. Sounds good. Let's so. start the new year right. Yeah. So we are, it was cold this morning. It was like 29 degrees. Yep. So we had to drink stout. So we're starting with a uh, breakout stout Yum. from Jailhouse, Jailhouse Brewing, Brewing, the official beer, the beer and business podcast. I can't think of a better beer Dog. to start this uh, episode. So cheers, boys. Fabulous. Cheers. I could. Mm -hmm. It's called Time Served, but you didn't go I don't get have it. it yet, yes. So. That's my fault. Oh my God, that's delicious. I have to make a special trip. Man, I love stouts. Mm. Good I proper stouts. I breakout stout. Yes. Guys, you should get some. Go to the brewery. It's in Hampton, Georgia. If you're in the Atlanta area and you haven't been to Jailhouse yet, shame on you. I mean, really? honestly, what's yeah. wrong with you? Come on, just go. Oh, yeah. 2020, yeah. start, you know, New Year's resolution. Go to Make jail it house. to jailhouse. Get yes. your ass in the car and get over there <laughs> now. Just freaking do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So let's, uh, I want to tee something up before we get into this topic. So we actually, we talked about doing this a few weeks ago and Darren and I had a discussion. Darren was kind of oblivious to the whole cancel culture movement and what it can mean to individuals in their business. Fair, fair statement, That's, Darren? Oh, fair. Completely. Well, and, he's, he's dating himself. You know, this is like a social media <laughs> thing. I, I, the he's ostrich. actually more social media savvy than you are. Are you freaking kidding me? The ostrich he's on more than one head platform. in the sand on I'm that kidding. one right there. But but anyways, Darren didn't didn't realize, you know, some of the intricacies and, and challenges that have come about with cancel culture. So we decided rather than all of us get prepped on the on the subject, Darren was not going to research it so he could respond Probably how most of our listeners are going to respond, because this is going to be one of those things where I think as you listen, you might go, really? Really? Yeah. And it's yes. And so I want Darren to have that reaction and, and challenge us if we need to be challenged. OK, and, well, Darren had more of advanced notice than I did on this topic, by the way. Uh, yeah, but you're pretty up on worldly events. Yes, and you're very savvy on this because you and I have talked so, about it many times. Oh, good. But the other thing was is- I drinking at the time? Yes. You may want to- But you're drinking now, so- <laughs> All right, it'll all come back to me. You may want to prep the audience a little bit. If you do listen to this show with the kids in the car, there might be a couple more WTFs that come out of my mouth today. <laughs> oh, no. When I don't realize what you wow. guys are talking about. So, But if you do listen to the show with your kids, you're pretty freaking cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and your kids are cool, too. And they're going to yes. be great entrepreneurs when they get older. They're going to be- 
very it's small not. edge. All right. So let's start with what cancel culture is, because a lot of times when I say this term, people look at me like, well, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah, and they about? go, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> right. Sorry. There's the first WTF that did not take, but, you know, two minutes. <laughs> so cancel culture is, if you look at like the uh, Urban Dictionary or, or really any, I think even a regular dictionary, they're all going to tell you what it is, is it's when a large mob of people come together to relentlessly attack a certain person or a business over some sort of accusation. And usually it's found out to be false, which is really ironic. Right. Or the pretense behind the accusation is false. But it's it's done on social media. It's just a, a relentless attack. Right. And these things can really escalate and snowball. And so that's really what cancel culture is, though. The reason why it's called cancel culture is because the whole point is to try to get somebody canceled or taken off of a platform. Or, exactly. You know, get them removed from a position or, you know, a show. They're in Hollywood, yeah, whatever. So that's kind be, of the whole. Yeah. It could be a, a celebrity or something, something they've done years ago. Yeah. And somebody that doesn't like them digs it up and, you know, broadcasts it on, on social media. And like Harvey Weinstein kind of thing? Nah, no. He's no, pretty no, much a, he's gonna, no. He's a felon. That's <laughs> well-deserved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. No, like an offensive tweet or something yeah. from years ago, you know? Okay. So let's start. I'm going to give you guys some examples, and this will help kind of tee it up for the audience, too, and right. what we mean by this. So the, the first um, real public example of cancel culture happened um, with a woman named Justine Sacco. Have you guys ever heard this name? No. No. Okay. So she made it into the news um, in 2013. So what happened is she was... She was traveling from New York to South Africa, and she was going to visit family over the holidays. She's 30 years old, and she was a senior director for corporate communications at a company called IAC. And she began tweeting um, little jokes about the, you know, luxurious experience of traveling long distance. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, there she uh, she starts in JFK. And she sends out a tweet and it says, weird German dude, you're in first class. It's 2014. Get some deodorant. Inner monologue as I inhale BO. Thank God for pharmaceuticals. (laughs) (laughs) That's the tweet. Pretty funny. Yeah. So then she's she gets a layover at Heathrow and she 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 tweets out. Sorry, this one's kind of funny. Chili, cucumber sandwiches, bad teeth back in London. (laughs) Wow. You appreciate that because you like to make fun of the English. Yeah, you've been to London many times. I have. (laughs) Like you. It's all in good fun. Wet bacon. But but here's what happened. So before she gets on her final leg going down to Cape Town, this is the tweet that got her in trouble. So she tweets, "Going to Africa. Hope I don't get AIDS. Just kidding. I'm white." Ooh, oh, ouch. Geez. That's yeah. just not, that's, that's not good. pretty much poor Sorry. taste right there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now here's the deal. So she, you know, she chuckles to herself. She gets on the plane and, you know, nobody replies. So she gets on, no big deal. She had 170 Twitter followers. That's it. Okay. Yeah. She sends out this bad joke. She boards the plane. It was an 11 hour flight. When the plane landed in Cape Town, she was the number one trending thing on Twitter. Oh, oops. Oh. So she she's 170 followers and now is the number one trending thing in the world. Yeah. 11 hours later. And when she hit the ground, her phone exploded. She's getting text messages, calls, people telling her, you need to call me immediately. You need to text me, blah, blah, blah. Could have fixed that. And then she 
you know, put it back on airport mode. Quickly realized that, oh, oh, I've really blown it's up. It hit the fan. <laughs> it did hit the fan. Holy it absolutely cow. ruined her life. Wow. You know, of course, she lost her job. She went into she deep depression. Job? She was, oh, yeah, she was, she um, got death threats and I mean, all kinds of stuff. It, it was bad. I mean, this woman was excoriated. Here's the sad thing about this example. And this was the first big example of this. What's really sad about it is you hear that joke, okay, going to Africa, hope I don't get AIDS, just kidding, I'm white. So people were viewing that as a racist tweet. Mm-hmm. Her intention in the joke, was to poke fun at white privilege. Uh-huh. But it got lost in context. I mean, it should have been done regardless. Right. But it, it wasn't done in a racist way. It was actually kind of opposite. She was, you know, really poking fun at her own white privilege. But it just, it fell completely flat. It was in poor taste. Right. But it didn't matter. The The cat was out of the bag and this, like, this woman's life was ruined. Yeah. I would have claimed, I mean, hacking. Somebody hacked my account. It was Putin. <laughs> it was the Russians. Putin. The, the Russians Russia. hacked my account. <laughs> wow. Let's see. What's the? That's the, 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 the only defense to that, really. I mean, yeah, I have funny joke, guys. I had to send this out to everybody. Yeah, but not from my account. They get mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> it was a smelly white German white guy. First class. Oh my goodness! Yeah, got my phone. Payback. It was. Oh yeah. gosh. <laughs> oh jeez. So that was like oh. the first, you know, real public example of this. Um, and that's one of those where, and we'll talk about this as we go through the conversation today, but that's just a, an example of somebody doing something, poor judgment, mm-hmm. not really bad intentions, poor judgment got her into trouble. Here's one that I thought was really interesting that had no, like, I, you never would have known. Okay. Wendy's. So by the way, do you guys follow Wendy's on, on Twitter you or Instagram? Before. I did for a little bit, but then it wasn't as good no, as you said it was. Oh, go to hell. It really was. <laughs> <laughs> no, Wendy's has a real funny social. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're they're actually hilarious to follow. They did before I, I started never... following them, and then it just got mediocre. <clears throat> huh. I never thought to follow a fast food restaurant on Twitter. Yeah, who knew, right? But their stuff's really You have funny. that much time in your hands. No, I do not. Somebody right. told me about it. Oh, okay. I'm not. Come on. <laughs> you act like I'm savvy. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, let's follow Wendy's today. And anything well, that I, anything that's the last that thing I, I think of. Anything that I advise <laughs> to you on social media, somebody told me. No, oh, I gotcha. Yeah, you can just assume that. No, they posted a, a meme of Pepe the Frog. Now, have you guys ever seen Pepe the Frog, this little dude here? I, I have not. Have you ever you. seen this guy? No, I don't want to say it I've looks like it came out of Futurama. So was, yeah, it's like this frumpy frog. If you if you Google it's like Baby Pepe Yoda. the Frog, you'll see images of him. He's he's been used for like all over. He's like one of the top memes mm-hmm. ever. And so Wendy sent out a, a meme with this frog and something on it, completely innocuous. But what what happened was there was a white supremacy group. That's that made memes with this frog, like holding oh, a Nazi mug and some other stuff. Like, I don't know all the stuff that they did. I don't follow white supremacists online, but I just. Right. It, so some terrible group had used it. And so it, all of a sudden it just sparked something online. And because Wendy's just got caught, they were the one that sent something out. And some group said, oh, they're, you know, using white supremacists images and their memes and people went freaking bonkers on wendy's on yeah. wendy's i mean yeah. it was oh, absolute boy. mob it was top trending for a while wendy's got excoriated over using this sad little frog face <laughs> i mean it's just <sighs> so 
It's yeah. just wrong. But, but it was that, okay if everybody else did it. But when Wendy's when did it. They were just the ones that got caught. I mean, this meme mm-hmm. had been used millions and millions of times by God only knows how many people and companies. But Wendy's just happened to be the one that got caught in a crossfire because yeah. the right person got outrageous, outraged at the right time. And then it right. just snowballed. Yep. And that's the kind of stuff that can happen. Mm-hmm. And this is one of those. culture, though. Yeah. But this is one triggered. of those things. Somebody, how, somebody was triggered. How was Wendy's to know that some white supremacist group had used this image and made their own meme with it and that it was going to piss people off. Right. Who forgot? I like, I don't know. Uh-huh. Most people probably had no freaking clue. Yeah. But you know, one small group knew and then all of a sudden it just, it becomes this thing that has a life of its own and pulling up. Where's the beef really quick? <laughs> <laughs> Flood the market with that. Hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Here's one that I, this one really makes me sad. So there, this happened in Florida. I think this was in 2015 or 16, if I remember correctly. But there was two elderly hearse drivers, and they were driving um, the flag-draped coffin of a military man. Mm-hmm. Okay. They had a, a long drive, like a two-hour drive. They were driving them to another town in Florida. And they stopped to grab a donut um, on the way at Dunkin' Donuts. And a man saw that the the hearse was parked outside and took a video of himself confronting these elderly gentlemen about the disrespect to a fallen hero that, you know, they had stopped to get a donut when they were transporting a fallen hero and the video went viral. Hmm. So it just completely blew up. It made all the, the cable news shows that day. And both of these gentlemen lost their jobs. They're in their seventies. And uh, in one of the interviews that they had, that one of the guys said that their lives are ruined, you know, because of a donut. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he wrote on Facebook, God, forgive me. We, we now have no means of income because of a donut and being human. Right. So you're not allowed to stop while you're transporting a, a, a vet? Is that it? Is it supposed to be a nonstop no. trip? I mean, I don't no. think that there's it any. Wasn't, it wasn't a funeral procession. It was just no. they were. Yeah, they were. So I'm trying to figure out what what they did that was. I didn't know if there's a certain protocol. And I know you're. I don't think I don't that think there is. I looked for it, protocol. and I don't think that there so, is. I mean, there are certain things that are, you know, written rules or unwritten rules, right. like you know, don't let the flag touch the ground, and there's oh, yeah. a, you know, there's certain things like that. But I don't think that there's when it comes to transporting, you know, a fallen hero. It's I don't, not like they. St- Opened up the back and sat on the back of the coffin and ate their donut and right. drank coffee. They just stopped. Right. They just stopped. What and if they had to pee? Yeah. Hey, I know. I, I know Dunkin' Donuts has clean bathrooms. I mean, when I'm 74, I'm probably going to stop every five miles to pee. Right? Yeah, really. <laughs> so, but this is one of those things where the 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 internet outrage machine went oh, bonkers. Right. And these guys lost their jobs. And it's like, you know, come on, man. 74-year-old man. You know, I mean, two hour drive, like I need a little sugar in my system to make it. Yeah. You know, at the same time, couldn't you blame that on the company that, that, that fired? You can, you can. And we're going to talk about that. Okay. Yeah. Cause I think that that's, you know, BS to be quite frank with you. And then there's one that's really, you know, it's recent from last year and it's a, it's a big one and that's Roseanne Barr. Yeah. Now that one I know because I listened to her interview with Joe Rogan. Yeah. So Joe, if you're listening, you're always welcome. Yeah. You're You've got business, an open buddy. invite to the show, buddy. But her <laughs> thing, I know, what, oh, you're going to get into that. Well, yeah. So Go if ahead. you're not familiar with the story, what happened was she sent out a tweet about Valerie Jarrett. And it was like in the middle of the night and the, and the tweet said something um, 
to the effect of, oh, it's right here. Um, Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby and it equals Valerie Jarrett. Mm-hmm. So don't laugh, Darren. Oh. <laughs> You're going to get us canceled, She's buddy. She's a comedian. Oh, wow. I know. She is. She is. But, but there's but a reason t- behind it, though. What, when you Yeah. So the, the thing that. was when she apologized for it and all that, mm-hmm. said it was in poor taste. But people immediately made the connection between Planet of the Apes being, you know, oh, she's making fun of her race. Right. And when Roseanne explained it, it was more about the um, oppressive culture of, you know, the the Planet of the Apes movie because, you know, they hold people in captivity. And that was her whole line of thinking. Whatever. It was freaking stupid. Mm -hmm. You know, I wouldn't have tweeted it. But the thing is that what happened is she got fired from her own show. Yeah. Yeah. When they tried to redo the they had the Roseanne show going and she got canned. Yeah, she did. Off it. Yeah. But and she also explained the simple fact is she takes Ambien. Yep. And whatnot. And she'll wake up and not even realize what she's doing. And like, I mean, she doesn't even, yeah. she mentioned it that like her daughter said, Mom, you don't ever push send, don't tweet anything when you wake up in the night and you do this. <clears throat> Wait till the next day, read what you're what you typed before you hit send because of that. Yeah. I listened to an interview with her and I, th- I think she said on Joe Rogan too, yeah, Joe that, Rogan. you know, she would send tweets at night and not remember it, you mm-hmm. know, cause she would wake up with Ambien cause Ambien yeah. affects different people, different yeah, ways. But, but anyways, it, but the thing is even putting that aside, she came out and gave a really heartfelt apology, you know, and it's one of those things where you can tell when somebody's really mm-hmm. genuinely apologizing and she was very genuine in her apology. There's no doubt in my mind. But it didn't matter. I didn't know that just, was labeled cancel culture. Just boom, she's canceled. So that's cancel yeah. culture yeah. right there. What and more do we need to tell people? All right, go away. But here's the thing. Oh, here's no. a crazy <laughs> thing about that. The backstory to this. Yeah. So the when Roseanne's show rebooted and, and started back up, they were getting about 20 million viewers per show. After they fired her and rebranded that show to Connors, mm-hmm. ratings for the first show where it explained her death were half of the ratings before and then declined every single week that show aired. Wow. So really, really poor business decision mm-hmm. from ABC standpoint, but very I- ideologically driven, you know, mm-hmm. well, they, so, ABC's had a couple poor decisions like that in the past as well. But I know that's not our topic. Yeah. But we it's just, research it. the, yeah. I mean, the, the whole point is there's, you know, this is a, the whole point of this show is is first to educate. Mm-hmm. And we're giving you guys some really public examples for these public examples. For each one of them, there's a hundred small examples in a community where, you know, some local bakery does something and, you know, pisses somebody off and all of a sudden it ignites a mob around them. And they're, you know, there's, yeah, their rating on Facebook or Google goes from four and a half stars down to one. Right. Because people just pile on. I mean, there's so many things that happen. And really, before we get into what you guys should be doing to, you know, prevent this or to deal with it, if it happens in your business, I think we should talk about what could happen to your business if you are the victim of camp. And I say victim because in all these examples, the intent was not there in the way that the, the mob reacted to it. You know, right. and you can find example after example of this where it wasn't the intent to 
to make a racist comment, but you know, the individual was called a racist and, you know, just completely ousted. And even if it was like the first example that we gave, you know, stupid joke, poor taste, shouldn't have been done. But there's nothing but malicious to ruin, about yeah, it. To, to lose your job and have death threats and, and your life be ruined. Is it? No. Right. Come on. Yeah. So here's some of the things that could happen. So first of all, you know, you can you can be boycotted, you know, just like the whole cancel culture you know, states like you're, you're, you can have people out there saying, don't go to this place because. Right. You know, don't go to launch and go because Darren is dot, dot, dot. Hmm. I mean, yeah, I've yeah, no, heard no, that no, before. No. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to trigger anybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I won't say anything. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll let them all fill that one in themselves. <laughs> So that, you know, that's, that's obviously a big concern. Another one is loss of contract. And here's what I mean by that. So, you know, Darren. Kaepernick. We were just talking to. Um, what happened to him? Yeah. Yeah. But we were just talking last week um, or the week before when we were talking to Eric. Yeah. About diversification. Think about these companies that have, you know, really heavy part of their, their revenue with a big client. Mm-hmm. Well, that big client may not have the stomach for some sort of public backlash that you do. Right. Right. And this is something that we do see in businesses where, you know, some something happens, some dust up with a small business, you know, you know, whatever. OK. But then one of their big clients comes to them and says, we don't want to be associated with you in any way because of this. So we're we're going to terminate the contract. Mm -hmm. And then, bang, you lost your biggest client. Mm -hmm. Yep. And there have been examples of this that have happened to small business. I mean, there's been examples. Gosh, I was trying to remember. Um, there's a company that had, they'd had this name forever. And then all of a sudden somebody said it was um, offensive to Native Americans. And people just went nuts. Yeah. Gosh, I cannot remember. It's going to come. I'm going to remember it after the show's the over. The point is it can be, I mean, they can, they could have been doing this for years and it's, it's, Perfectly acceptable, acceptable to ninety nine point nine nine percent of the population, but one person interprets it a different way and just goes bonkers and broadcasts it everywhere, and and everybody else says, "Oh, oh my gosh. Well, I'm, I'm in on that. Let me let me yeah, spread some hate." Well, actually, yeah. that is offensive. I, I can't believe they did right. that. And this this one business I'm thinking of, and gosh, it's it's killing me. That I can't remember it, but they didn't even do anything. Like nothing happened. Just all of a sudden, one day, somebody decided that their name was offensive and right. started an online mob. And then you know, like people in their town were outraged, and they were on the local news. And <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. Well, that Crazy. might happen, you know, with us because we don't drink enough sours. <laughs> so they make it offensive. <laughs> oh, I'm a sour gonna, drinker, and you guys don't drink sours out often. there. No. Well, no, you know? somebody might be a real a fan of pumpkin beer. You know, and we don't drink pumpkin beer on the show anymore. <laughs> anymore. Thanks anymore. To, <laughs> thanks to Mr. Winnie. So, you know, if you like pumpkin beer, screw you. <laughs> you know? I don't care. We're not drinking it on the show. We are we are bound and determined to be canceled by the end of this episode. Some somebody somewhere is gonna be inflamed. Oh, oh my goodness. Boy, we're gonna have to start our own podcast app so people you, can. You know, one of the other one of the other things that could happen to your business um on that note is negative reviews. Yeah. So well, we I might mean, get a couple from that one. Yeah. Think about all the places where, you know, your business can be reviewed. You can right. you know, people can just pile on. And it doesn't take much. Like, you know, a lot of businesses are proud because they have like a hundred five-star reviews. But if like you trend. Right. Yeah. And, and the mob piles on, okay. there could be thousands of negative reviews overnight because yeah. people are 
offended and sure. they're jumping on. And yep. you know, the thing is there, there's no, there's no bar, mm-hmm. right? So you could be a local business and have people all over the world because they happen to be on that Twitter mob reviewing your business and giving you one stars and saying F you. Right. And it's like, but you they live in Alaska. Never, yeah, exactly. They've never, <laughs> they've never patronized your business, never even been in the state, but yet they're giving you a, a one star. And that stuff right. happens. Yeah. You know, it can damage your reputation as a business. Reputation's critical, especially in mm-hmm, small business. Sure. We, we talked about um, the, the first woman, um, the example with her, uh, Justine Sacco. She was actually harassed and given death threats. And that's something that can happen to you personally or to your business. Mm-hmm. You know, there's been many, many examples of that. Well, that'll cause mental and physical issues with you, too. I mean, you got death threats coming in. I don't know how well I'd sleep at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, Darren, if your business was was targeted by a mob, Gosh, what do you think? Don't give anybody any, any ideas. Not Darren. Well, Nobody's no, going to target no, Darren. If they would Darren. like to, everybody freaking loves us, Darren for some I, I reason. Know. They I don't even can know why. send us all the pumpkin beer they want. They can just ship it here. We'll make sure we stack it in Mister Winnie's side because we know how much he loves it. Darren can be in a freaking group of people and say the most offensive joke, and everybody's like, "Oh, isn't Darren so cute?" <laughs> is he I don't sweet? even freaking get it, man. <laughs> it's the blue eyes. Oh, that's what it is. God damn it. Uh-huh. Um, so, Darren, if you if you had employees and you're company was targeted. What do you think would happen to your employee turnover? Oh, they, they'd be out the door. Yeah. Out the yeah. door. Then you're trying to do everything by yourself again. Yeah. You know, and That's a lot of good, a lot of times it can happen even before people really know um, whether or not the allegations are true or if it's really something serious, but just, you know, seeing all of a sudden a big uproar, mm-hmm. you know, employees will have a very visceral reaction to that sometimes and just say, I, I don't want to be any part of this. Mm-hmm. And sure. they're out. Yeah. Um, and then there's the, the whole influence thing on social media. This is something that we were talking about. Um, Twitter. So Twitter has a hateful conduct policy. Now, the the whole point of this, let me ask you this question, Darren. If I said to you, hey, if you if you have um, hateful conduct on our platform, then we might take action to remedy that. What would your reaction to that be? This is social media. Yeah. It's like, well, you have freedom of speech. So. But it doesn't sound bad, does it? It sounds kind of like, well, yeah. OK, so I'm okay what are you, you going to do? Well, here's the problem. <laughs> You're going to put a lien against my house? You're going to come and repo my car? So Twitter actually has has implemented something new, which is they have caught a lot of heat for this. And you may not have heard it, but they've got this hateful conduct policy, which essentially states if if you do hate speech and I'm doing air quotes, hate speech can, you know, cause all kinds of things like temporary suspension, Mm -hmm. read only access or being banned. Okay. But they've also got a couple of things that are they've taken really harsh action on. One of them is dead naming. What? Now that's yeah, that's a term I haven't heard before. So dead naming is when you call somebody by their pre-transition name. Oh. What pre-transition name? So do you know like, Kylie Jenner? Yes. Caitlin. Yes. Oh, Caitlin, Caitlin Jenner. Sorry, yeah, Caitlin Jenner. Ka- Kylie's, Kylie's the daughter. The daughter. That's right. You're right. Caitlin her, Jenner. Her daughter. Yeah. <laughs> So thank you for saying that correctly. Caitlyn Jenner used to be Bruce Jenner. Yeah. If you refer to Bruce Jenner on Twitter, you will be banned. 
What? Yes. Yeah. So if I want to go back and I'm talking about the Olympics mm-hmm. and I said, this Remember person. Anyway. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. And no, he's on ahead. the Wheaties box. We're going to be canceled today. today. So, no, I'm serious. So you can no longer do no reference at all. No, you cannot. So anybody who is. It's called dead naming. Okay. His, so his or her name. Sorry. Does it. Now, Jenner. now I have a question for you. Watch it. So. Male or female or whatever. Is it just a name change thing or do they nope. have to be a, they have to be switched like. So there's two, gender change there's two things. To get t- completely dead named off of. There's two things that, that Twitter has taken a really hard line on. The first one is dead naming. So, okay. and this happened, I mean, I'm talking about, um, Caitlin Bruce Jenner, which is, you know, national name, but this can happen on a small scale too, right? Somebody that, you know, has gone through, um, sex change. Okay. And they've got a new name okay. and they want to be called their, their new name. So mm-hmm. if you, you know, call them by their old name and they turn you into Twitter, you'll be banned. But it's only if they've had a sex change. No. The other, so the other part of I this want is to change misgendering. My name to like Mickey Spillane or whatever. I know. He was no, like, no. Say like, uh, you know, Puff Daddy. You know, and then he wanted to be called P. Diddy, right? If you called him Puff Daddy. Well, what the be, hell do you do with Prince sh- then? Because in the end, he was a, an a artist. Guys, I got to tell you what. formerly known as Prince. I think he was phenomenal. But yeah, he's got the symbol in the end. So how do you even do I that I can't even find that on my emoji keyboard. Right. <laughs> so if I if I refer to Prince as Prince be, or formerly known as, do I have to put the formerly artist, known as, the artist known. formerly known as Prince? Yes. This is, this Otherwise, is, if I just said Are we going Prince, down a rabbit hole here? No, no the, I'm, I'm trying, trying to, to find out. I'm no. trying to see where, what's. What's acceptable and what's not. So let me clarify. This all has to do with transgender. Okay. Now, a sex change does not have to occur. So it could be that my male giblets remain intact, but tomorrow I identify as Jackie. Exactly. And from now on, I want to be Jackie. Okay, Jackie. Jackie now, Mullins. if that's what I identify as and I want to change my name, you can't call me Jake anymore. No, that's all right. We're going to start calling you Jackie from now on. Yeah, I'm kind of down with that. <laughs> God damn it. You guys suck. <laughs> Little. <laughs> I walked into that yeah. one slowly, didn't so, I? Yeah. Really? Okay. So that's where the line is. But as soon as you decide that you, one way or the other, you've decided that you want to be another gender and no longer referred, if somebody refers you as your yep. previous name, previous gender associated with your gender, right? you can... Dead name means I can no longer be on Twitter. My account gets canceled. I can't come on forever. Is it a life yep. ban or yep. is it? And, like, th- and there have been like many very served. famous people that have been permanently banned from Twitter for dead naming or for misgendering. But it also happens to people that you've never heard of. Well, I'm sure it does. And wow. it, it's a very serious deal. So imagine, you know, your business is on Twitter. You call somebody by the wrong gender because you didn't realize that they were now identifying as a different gender. And all of a sudden Twitter comes back and says, thanks, but no thanks. Your account's banned and you can try to appeal and stuff. But I've, I've read so many stories of of people trying to appeal this and it doesn't work and they still don't have their account. And it's like, crap. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a really big deal. You know what's amazing though, is that Twitter is still that powerful because I'm, oh my gosh! I'm not on Twitter, amazing. and I know we are. I know we are, and we do a shitty job of ever. We tweeted once. 
Twitter's, yeah. That's <laughs> and supposed to be John's responsibility. You're on Twitter all the time, though. No. Yes, I'm on Twitter. Well, I read Twitter. Read. All the time. No comments. I do not, yeah. I, okay. I don't post. Because well, you're I, smart. I, I'd be banned. <laughs> Immediately. Be dead named. <laughs> yes. I, I, but, I concur. Holy mackerel. But, but, uh, I didn't realize it was that powerful. But it's it very, is. very powerful. And so, if, you go to the, if you go to big companies, like real big companies, we use the term horsepower a lot, like in management. Mm-hmm. Like who is has the most pull in the company? You, know, you used to be marketing, right? And now there's a social media, who you know, That's kind huge. of under marketing, but they they have they the horsepower the to do what you know. If something there's something's trending that has to do with your company. They will. They start yanking levers. Exactly, wow. and that stuff gets done immediately. Yeah, and they, I mean, because the last thing big companies are very susceptible to this. Mm-hmm. Let me try to get that out. I'm drinking jailhouse, so folks. Give me any a break. employee, but even you've if had like two sips, any, by the way, you could that's have more than two. any employee that's working for their company, and they, even if it's on their personal account, and they spout off something about the company, and and it's referred back. Oh, there was a, there was a major, major example of, um, it was an airline. It wasn't the airline that Mr. Winnie works for, but there was an airline. Was it yellow? No. Um, green. I'm not going to (laughs) say, but what happened was there was a, there was a customer service experience on Twitter. And, um, what happened was the rep that was responding to the customer was helping them out. And then they went to attach an image and somehow they screwed up and attached an image of a woman that had taken a big toy airplane and had stuffed it. Nah, oh, nah, nah, no. And it was very pornographic. And this went out on Twitter. Oops. And this was a massive deal. Like millions really? of people saw it, it within minutes. Within yeah. minutes, millions of people had retweeted and seen it. And then they, they took it down. But it's it's forever out there in the interwebs. Wow. If you want to Google it, you'll find Don't it. It's crazy. Do it. Mm-hmm. It's not but worth it's, it. Yeah, I mean, like this is a, and this Holy was just cow. somebody that made a stupid mistake, and they got flamed. Yeah, sure, they did. That absolutely fine. I could see that one. <clears throat> but wow. the, the Twitter thing's a big. Oh, we kind of went, yeah. we went down the rabbit hole on on the whole okay. um, dead naming thing. But you can have That's your huge. your uh, Twitter permanently removed. Or in our case, we've joked so many times on the show about being shadow banned. Right. This is a real thing. So YouTube. YouTube's big on this. They have kind of really been changing amorphously their their policies and making decisions about things that have been in place for a long time and they just change it. And they can demonetize you if you have a YouTube channel that's, you know, you're making money off ad content. They can shadow ban you, Mm -hmm. which we've talked Mm -hmm. about that, but shadow banning is a big deal. There's a reason why we haven't been able to grow our, our channel for a long time. We were shadow banned. Right. And what that is, is that's just, okay, your stuff's still out there, but when people search, you're not going to come up and search. Yeah. So unless yeah, they have the direct link. cancel culture. It was just talking about big tech. We're in something which, else. Which, again, is cancel culture, I guess. Okay. Right. All right. There we go. So and, just to put it in perspective, it doesn't have to be you're saying something negative about a person or whatever. You can just be poking fun at whatever. Shadow banning is a lot different than cancel culture. That's, it that's, is. That's a corporate thing as far as youtube it it is but it can happen as a result of cancel culture because a lot of times what's happened is these users have been identified by the mob and then youtube takes action or facebook takes action out of the 12 people that follow us on youtube 
<laughs> which one of the 12 actually complained loud enough? No, 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 that was an algorithm. Yeah, that was an algorithm. You say there's certain keywords that you say. But I'm bringing it up because things can happen like Facebook and YouTube are notorious for this, doing account banning or account removal over something that happens and people start, you know, bitching about it or the the mob fires up and it's like, well, you know what? You're demonetized, you're shadow banned, you're not showing up in search. Mm -hmm. Um, In Facebook's uh, case, you're not showing up in the feed anymore. So now all of a sudden people have to go to your page. You could have, you know, a million followers, but now they have to go to your page to see your content because it's not going to show up in anybody's feed. Wow. And that's the kind of stuff that can happen. And it's, it's, it's a really big deal. So we wanted you guys to know that it's, it's serious and, and it can have serious repercussions for your business. Great. Now let's talk about what you can do to first of all, prevent, because I think that's the most important thing is how do we prevent this from ever happening? Don't post stupid shit. Yeah. <laughs> what stupid shit, Darren? I, well, <laughs> <laughs> pretty any joke that I think is funny. That's a that's a really good be a bar good start. Okay, yeah. <laughs> for me at least. Yeah, I'm going to tell you. So, I've told this story on the show before, but if you're new, you you may not have heard this. So, I want to tell you guys. I I made a big change about two years ago, maybe two and a half years ago now. I don't know exactly when it was, but I was just like everybody else. I'd get online. I would, you know, respond to stuff. Somebody would post something about a politician and there'd be an argument. I'm like, let me get in on this. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You sons of bitches. Um, I would post stuff about, you know, Hollywood stars or politicians or whatever to get people ginned up. Like I was just out there causing trouble just like everybody else, mm-hmm. you know, cause it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, by the way, have you guys ever read an opposing argument on Facebook and thought, Oh my God, I'm completely wrong about this. No, never happened. I just, I guess I don't get, <laughs> ca- I don't get caught up in it. Let's put it this way. You know what? When that big orange ball in the sky finally decides to go boop, it all goes away. It doesn't matter anymore. You know, I've been, I've been pro-life all these years, but this guy that just called me an asshole in this comment thread completely changed my mind. I'm pro-choice now. Said nobody ever in the history of the internet, right? Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. But I was one of those people just out there, you know, it wasn't all I did, but I did, you know, have a little fun from time to time. Well, here's what happened. I started to realize that this is stupid because you know, I'm sitting here poking fun at it, but nobody's going to, you know, hear your argument. Do you actually have that much time in your day? Did well, you back I, then? Not really. Oh, okay. I didn't sleep. Jake's real good at time management. <laughs> no, I just don't sleep. Um, but, it, you know, I started to realize like, this is so stupid. Nobody, I'm not moving anybody. Nobody's listening to me. No matter sure. how productive I tried to make my posts, like nobody listened. But then what happened is one day I was on a, I saw a post on a, a car magazine that I followed. And it was a really cool article about this custom car. And then I started reading the comments and it was, you know, Volkswagen guys are nothing but jackasses. You know, they're, they're Hitler's cars and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, people that drive Chevys are idiots. And then, you know, nobody should drive anything but a BMW. It's the best car in the world. You guys are morons. You know, it was all these people attacking each other. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're all car people the yeah. hell are we doing right. can't we just all love cars like what the hell is going on 
And I, I remember like that was a really profound moment for me because I sat there and I'm like, oh my God, we can't even freaking agree on cars. Right. And so I made a decision right then and there, and I have not strayed since. I don't post anything online that either doesn't make people smile or laugh or lift them up in some way. If it's not going to do one of those three things, I don't do it. You just save that stuff for the personal text message you send to John. Oh, hell yeah. No, 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 definitely. I'm very, yeah, I grind you guys into the ground. (laughs) (laughs) No, the stuff that goes on on the internet's different. Um, No, but seriously, I, I like at that exact moment, I'm like, screw this. This is dumb. Like we got to lead by example. You do. And you should not post things on social if it's not going to make somebody happy or lift them up in some way, because why? Mm-hmm. What's the point? And even the jokes, you know, like I do stuff that that makes people laugh. But when I post something on Facebook, I really take the time to make sure that it's not going to offend people. Like I'm not making the joke about, you know, poking fun at white privilege and AIDS in Africa. Like, yeah. you know, don't yeah. well, don't be probably your baseline should be if you are getting ready to post something that has to deal with. Race, color, creed, sex, religion. Don't. Is that yeah. fair? Is oh, that a I think fair so. baseline to start from? Oh, Mr. John, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Winnie just took a deep breath. Is that, unless it's hilarious. Unless it's from Boston. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say it. Okay. Unless it's about Putin. Gonna, unless it's about, you know, I know I'm not going to. No. Okay. <laughs> we'll save I'll that for, some for off the air. Yeah. Good man. <laughs> Yes, yes, we, we do. A, we do want to make it to the end of this episode. Thank exactly. you for <laughs> using discretion <laughs> and use discretion as Mr. Winnie just did. Yes. Just, no, that's a perfect example. Sometimes you need to pause and say, do I really need to send this? And if you have that reaction, don't send it. Yeah. 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 Don't send exactly. it. Exactly. I didn't send it. You know, something else that people need to do is open another beer. Yeah. Because you guys are lagging. And Dude, check, you're the bartender. And check the thermostat. Oh, I am. So I get to choose what nope, beer you I do have not. next. You do not. <laughs> we have one IPA in, in the uh, mix, folks, and I think we're going to end up fighting for it. So if you hear some commotion, That's right. it's the three of us fighting over the last IPA. <laughs> no breaking glass or whatever. Don't, don't, don't worry about it. Well, this could be the um, beer and whiskey business episode today. It could be the beer and bourbon. I could just skip over it. No, so we, so we, we, we talked about, you know, being positive online, Yeah. but the other thing is we need to raise awareness. So don't, you, you never want to be part of the mob. And if you see people that you know and care about that are doing it, if you, if you feel comfortable, talk to them about it. I have somebody specifically in mind. Do you? (laughs) Well, don't Mm -hmm. do it on air. No. Let's do it in private. No, I won't. But But if you can, if you, if you can approach them and say, listen, that's not productive. You are going to drink that IPA, aren't you? He, he He's going to split Darren it. Darren finished his beer. <laughs> oh, frick, you jackass. Thank you, Mr. Continue. Friends and family. Folks, I'm thank really Thank I'm you, Mr. Here. Winnie. These guys are drinking my IPA. No, but seriously, you know, you should tell your friends and family the same thing. Just post po- positive stuff online. Don't be a part of the mob. Am I going to get some of that too? Just a little bit. Damn you. All right. Well, I'll take it. But- we, part of this, part of my whole thing with- Hold on one second. Yeah. Really quick. So people understand what we're fighting over. It's Rebel Rebel. Okay. We've had this IPA. It's so Rebel. freaking good. And this is absolutely Got delicious. hints of melon, mango, strawberry, and candy, but very, Thank very you. subtle. 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 Mm. So good. Subtle. Now- yeah. And Mr. Winnie got most of it. Just no. clear. No, look at it. He poured yes. well. 
Yes. You did good. (laughs) I'm quite happy with that. I'm fine. Yes. Um, But yeah, be a leader and and lead those that you care about. We we need to be responsible with the power that we're given online, our voices. How do you do that with your kids now? Uh, Ban them. Don't let them cancel them. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, because... Cancel them. You just said friends and family and family. We all have children who are up and coming into, you know, social media is everything for a lot of them and, and multiple platforms that it's so fast. You don't even understand, you know, trying to keep up with them where they are besides saying, Hey, give me your phone and allowing them to sit down and say, let's go over what you're doing. Let's look through who your friends are, who your followers are. What are you posting? on stuff that you don't follow, but the only other thing you can do is teach them. What, yeah, what I do as a parent is I, I make fun of them all the time. So they're desensitized to, so (laughs) if somebody out there, the only person that they're out there tweeting about and stuff is just their dad. (laughs) If somebody comes, you know, when they, when they're, when they grow up and they're, you know, somebody, you know, says something offensive to them. Oh, my dad's already said that. You know, yeah, whatever. Well, it's, yeah. You know, it's funny. That's all he does to, to me that. is just sure, make fun of me too. What so. if they finally want <laughs> to roll, put their two cents in or something with their, their friends, you know, yeah, but they don't teach them not to be triggered. It's just like another opinion. Right. It's like, wow, right. your opinion doesn't mean sh- to me. Right. So you know. you I think that's important. That you restrain. That's a lot of restraint today. Yeah, I did. I, you you held back shit. a thought and you just held back a, the shit word. Look at Mr. Yeah. Corporate over here. Mm-hmm. He's got a, his, his game is tight. I'm moving up. <laughs> I'm moving up in the world. <laughs> no, but I think you're right. I, I think it's important to teach. So to answer your question, Darren, I do think it's important to teach our kids not to be offended. Right. Like, you know, we used to say sticks and stones may break my bones. Exactly. Like, where the hell is that today when, you know, kids are offended at everything? Yeah. Don't be offended. Yeah. Names you know, will never hurt me. Yeah. yeah. Don't, you can't do anything to but me. But it's not being offended. It's you, when you're at home and you're sitting around and you're joking with them and having a good time, you know, I, there's a joke that's been going around for years that I started. Is it good? I, I'm not going to tell you on the air. <laughs> because it, will you please tell well, me after? But, <laughs> yes, I, I definitely will. And, you know, it, it's certain, it's stupid things you say. And you realize when you, all of a sudden you hear your kids repeating it and you're like, oh, okay, that's not good. Don't go, don't repeat what your dad just said, even if you think it's funny. And, and it's not, it's not bad. Okay. It's just a different Whatever. It's an off-color joke, and it's probably not appropriate. And But how do you teach them, don't put that out there. Don't. Well, yeah, yeah we well, joke about something like that. that. I mean, you turn around and you tell your kids. It's, you know, the other day we were, we were talking about um, two of the kids, my girlfriend's son and a couple of her friends, and we joke. It's like, you know, sometimes I'm around these kids, and I call them thing one, thing two, or a they're the, yeah. you know, dumb and dumber from the movies and stuff. Yeah. And so she was joking. She said, okay, I just sent the Moran twins are on their way to the house. And I'm like, okay, it's an inside joke. But if that well, it just got out, out yeah. into the world just now, but it, it's an inside joke, but it, yeah, if it got yeah. out. Sure. You could offend some people. No, that's Definitely. a great, that's a great so point because. Tell them, don't go out in the world and tell everybody that, hey, my dad just was joking and he called us dumb and dumber the other day. 
It's a great point. And I've, and I've had the same situation with my kids where we joke about stuff in the house, you know, like the love. <laughs> no, not that. No, they'll, they'll like punch me in the stomach and then, you know, I'll punch them back and, you know, we'll make fun of each other's fat bellies. You but hit your yeah. kids? Yes. Well, all no, the time. Let me tell you How that. else do you think I get them to behave so I well? Used, no, I, my, my boy, I, I, I'd punch him on the shoulder just to like, you know, when he's not hard, but, you know, just, you no, know that's enough to throw it out. And now he's getting, no. <laughs> just enough to dislocate but it. But now he's getting bigger, you know, and he'll punch me on the shoulder. I'm like, I'm elderly. Oh, hey, yeah, maybe that wasn't a good idea. That hurts. <laughs> but but to your point, I think that here's the thing when it, when it comes to kids, and, and I'll, I'll leave it at this and we can move on. Your kids will listen. So I've been shocked so many times when I'll, I'll say things to my kids and it's like, they're not listening to me. And then they do something months later. It's like, well, you said this, this, and this. And it's like, you freaking listen to that? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like holy shit, they will pay attention. If I think the biggest thing is just talk to them, mm-hmm. tell them don't be a jackass online, don't yeah. pick on people. Right, you know, help them understand when a joke is an inside joke and it shouldn't be out there for the world. It can be fun, and you know what, you should have inside jokes. You should. It bonds yeah, absolutely. people. It's a great thing. Just, my my kids aren't going to have a social media account until they're until their frontal lobe is a little more developed, you know? <laughs> yeah. Really? But but even then, I mean, still, when people... They, I'm, I'm, because you can say something when they're 18, and this has happened, an 18-year-old high school kid tweets something, and then 10 years later, he's oh at his my job, God, yes. and he gets fired for... Totally. Because somebody digs up this old tweet, you know? That has a longer-lasting effect than bankruptcy. Right. Yeah. It's When it's posted Absolutely. on the internet, it's permanent. It's forever. Yeah. yeah. And and I think the thing is, even when your kids are teenagers, right, they might look like they're, you know, stinky drones that, you know, don't listen yeah. to a word you say, but they're listening. They yeah. are listening if you talk to them. That's good. Um, one of the things you need to do, too, so getting back to our list here, is provide social media expectations and or training for anybody associated with your business. Now, notice I didn't say employees. Associated. So if if somebody out in the world of social media could be associated with your business, whether they're a contractor or a close partner, you probably should set some expectations to them about social media. Like if it, I'll give you an example. Here, can you here's put a that example. in the contract I'm agreement? Go- I mean, if you do business with somebody, can you have a clause in, I guess we should find out. We should ask an attorney about that. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I think it is a good question for an attorney and I don't, and I don't want to even speculate on whether or not I know the answer to it. We have one coming up who's going to talk about AI. I mean, but here's the thing though, like, you know, if you've got a, um, let's just use your business, Darren, as an example, I have an office at launch and go, we do do a podcast up here. I tag launch and go in a lot of stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. If I was tagging launch and go in posts that were questionable, mm-hmm. not questionable answers, because that's pretty awesome. Um, but if that, if I was putting questionable stuff out there, you'd probably want to shut me down. You should actually read your terms and agreement contract because there is a clause in there that says if you say anything or do anything like that, I can kick you out of here. You're out on your ass. But yeah, it could be like, even like me... You know, making some sort of comment and then right. just checking in like I'm at launch and go, but then I'm saying something that has nothing to do with launch and go. Right. But all of a sudden somebody sees this comment and is like, wow, launch and go rents offices to racists. And then bang, all of a sudden the cancel culture is going bonkers. 
Yeah. And Darren's in I, trouble because of some... Trouble. I was going to say, like, hey, I, I just pushed Jake down the stairs. You know, hashtag launch and go. <laughs> you know? Oh, that would be... Yeah, my following would just... Throw Papa from the train. Yeah. <laughs> Woohoo! 80s it movie would, reference there. There are... I mean, that's... Yeah. I can see where the association comes in. Right. And you would be like... He, I don't know. It's a tenant I have. I don't, and you're right. All of a sudden, my business is getting backlash and total crap because. But if you're you start working out of here, if you start trending, like, right? The I don't know is not good enough. I know, and it's like, what do you mean you don't know about all the members that you have here and what they're doing? Why don't you? And it's like, well, I'm, it's not the nature of the business, really. No, it's not. But I understand what he's saying. Next thing right. you know, I've got nobody coming in. All my members are canceling memberships mm-hmm. because something offensive that Jake did. Yeah, which happens besides, a lot. I mean, let's just be, be honest. Yeah. Thank goodness oh. he doesn't post a lot. <laughs> Good thing. When he breaks one in here, that is quite offensive. Yes, yeah. it's been known to uh, peel wallpaper. <sighs> Thanks for the visual. You, you should move on to the next one. But I yes, you get, so you get it. While you're um, drag this out. Yeah, so... The, the one of the things when it comes to being proactive, Mr. Winnie, is building a very positive uh, network in your community. Sure. You know, so if you it, if something does happen, you're going to want people to rally to your support, rally right. to your aid. And you're not going to be able to do that if you don't have a really strong network of people willing to help you out. Absolutely. So that's that's really critical. And you can do that in a number of ways. Um but, you know, any time you can get out in the community, whether it's networking events, church, you know, create a a huge, huge group of people that will advocate for you, even when times are tough. Right. Because you may need them, you know, because a lot of these examples that we've seen have come up when people didn't do anything wrong. Right. You know, and it's just like, it's oh, just my God, like the, that, that one person's just mad. About because they and that one person turns into a hundred thousand, right? And everything's coming. And like you said before, like you said earlier, it could have been it could be completely false. They're just so mad they'll just make something up and post it on social media. It's possible. Oh, it it happens all the time. Yeah, and people are like, "Oh, it's not going to happen to me." Right. I'm a little. I'm a small business. It can't happen. Yeah, sure. But that's you know why do we have car insurance? You don't get in a car expecting to have a crash. Right. But you prepare for it. And that's the same thing. Mm. The other thing, too, is to diversify your revenue stream. So we talked about, you know, how challenging it can be to lose one company if it's one of your biggest clients. Right. Diversification can only help. You know, it's unfortunately, if you do everything you can and you're prepared and you're trying to prevent, but then something happens and you've got a really strong reaction to it. And you, you've really done nothing wrong, but it's just the outrage culture has has latched onto you. Like in the example of Wendy's. Wendy's didn't do anything malicious. Right. Just they had no idea. But, you know, people freaked out. Something mm-hmm. like that happens to your business. You are going to have clients that don't have the stomach that you do. And they're going to be like, sure. Ooh, this this seems like trouble. We are out of here no matter what. Sure. The this, biggest it, way it, to. The, yeah. The first sign of trouble because they don't want their business to be associated with it or whatever could come in the future they're gone they're yeah yeah and i mean there's i've i've heard many stories about this even things that even really didn't blow up but even had the potential to blow up mm-hmm. and all of a sudden bang a big client's gone so the more you can do to diversify the better and the last thing on this prevention thing is to do your research 
you know, we're not going to teach you everything that there is on this topic here in this podcast. We, I think we're covering a lot of ground today. Sure. But you've got to get out there and get educated on this because the more you know about how this has impacted others, the more you know about, um, you know, what your options are, the better. So, so anything you can do to, I'm, I'm just going to go back through this list real quick. Anything you can do to prevent is going to be good for you. Okay. So only post positive things online, right, Darren? Yep. Not, not your questionable Irish jokes. Gotcha. Um, you want to raise awareness with people that you care about. You know, if they're doing the mob mentality thing or they're posting questionable stuff, talk to them, be a leader, show them the right way. Provide social media expectations or training for anybody associated with your business, then monitor what they're doing because they could be, you know, sending stuff out that could get you in trouble. Build a really powerful network in your community so you've got people that can rally to your defense if anything were to dust up. Diversify your revenue stream so you're not caught flat-footed if you lose a client when something happens. And read and research about this topic because there's a lot out there. You know, you start to search and you'll realize you're getting you know, hundreds of thousands of pages of results. So don't, don't be caught unprepared. Now, Darren, we need to talk about what happens if the proverbial shit hits the fan. Why just me? What about, well, because of the three of us, you've probably got the highest propensity of this to happen. I mean, let's just be honest (laughs) at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Agreed. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's no no doubting called sarcasm, (laughs) (laughs) but I I work, you know, a hundred feet away from the the people that do monitor social media and I see the reaction and, you know, the things that happen when the company needs to do something to remedy it. All of a sudden you guys go to like DEFCON 5 and it's like rally. Pretty much. Yeah. Wow. Immediately. Wow. Well, it's good that they're involved that yeah, much I mean, they're, they're I paying attention I don't know it. how many millennials they got working down there but it's a lot <laughs> it's it's a lot <laughs> it's a lot all right so the first thing you should do if something happens is to be objective and, and assess the situation do you think I just triggered somebody by saying millennial is that a yeah we were probably canceled okay yeah, Sorry. we've probably been taken down. If you're listening and it stopped, I love that's millennials. <laughs> well, all, I think everybody should have. Yeah, one. but you just offended all the. But <laughs> they're not pets. The baby oh. boomers, oh, the Gen X, the Gen Ys, the boomer. Gen, you boomer. What's the next Gen? Sorry, we're we're old. Yeah. yeah. Okay, right. so assess the impact. So you want to ask yourself, how big is this? You know, if you if, if all of a sudden you start trending in the local community or on Twitter because something happened. Oh, oh my goodness. Is it going to be something that is that is huge or is it just a few people freaking out? Is it going to blow over? Mm-hmm. Is it escalating? You know, is it getting worse? Did it start yesterday as, you know, you got a hundred people that were commenting and today it's a thousand. Tomorrow it'll probably be 10 or a hundred thousand, you know, so you really need to just kind of step back and be objective about how big this is because... There's a lot of overreaction. Within companies or within people? Both. Yeah. So I've seen so many examples where something starts to happen and the person comes out and says, oh, I'm so sorry. That was so bad of me to do. It's the worst thing ever. Woe is me. Blah, blah, blah. I've never done anything like that. I'm going to tell you right now. (laughs) Derek, stop it, okay? Somebody 
Yeah, Trump never rewrites. <laughs> when you have a Congress that comes back in and says, or the the House committee that comes back and says, "Excuse me, you're wrong. <laughs> it's not correct. You need to go back and read the War Act." <laughs> Pocahontas is not offensive. Okay, Pocahontas. she said she was an Indian, and she's not. Okay, she did the twenty three and Me, and she's like less than one half of one percent. Okay? okay, so listen, it's not me. Okay, wait, anyway, stop it there. Stop. Keep, wait a minute. Still talking. Okay, let's move along. Pocahontas. Fake news. Okay. Go. <laughs> that was bad. It was You've bad. Done. Yeah. I'm a little rusty after the... Yeah, you had your lip curled a little so bit. Anyway, it, was, it was affecting the tone. Assess the impact. How, <laughs> how big or how small? This jailhouse I think is big, great, by the way. <laughs> Damn it, I need, to, I need to catch up with you guys. Move forward. Will it blow over? Will it escalate? I'm, that's a good question. I mean, I... I Honestly, all this is like, what in the heck the are biggest you talking thing, about? Though? The biggest I mean, thing there is you don't want to overreact. What do you consider overreacting? Well, okay, so if it's going to blow over, uh, how do you should you react that? at all? So you're supposed to watch everything all day long to determine. So if, what you if said. something if you happened, create a post, you should be sitting there like on your phone twenty four seven. If you have a company sure. Twitter account, okay, you need to monitor that. Pretty okay. much bottom line. I mean, so if you're okay. if you're number one trending on Twitter, you're not it's blown probably over. Probably bad. You're yeah. screwed. Okay. okay. So I'm the CEO of my company, or I'm whatever no, way up there. there. I'm saying, yeah. hypothetically speaking, head janitor. <laughs> That's it. And like, act like I'm really running like my John, company. big corporation. You're the CEO. And are you, uh, no. do you think he's actually, or he or she is actually out there? monitoring all the social media or is it the department that's of course in no of that? you have an entire department i know but well, still, for, for a small they, business it might be well you know, one, one person that. or you know a few minutes out of if you're the only guy if you're a one-man right. business or one woman but, but let's business. talk about so i get it but i mean if i, I have a social media manager who's handling all my posts for me mm -hmm. you're right i should be following that to really? make sure there's yeah. even standards sure. absolutely and and just to go back to your question so in a big public company you've got a social media department that's managing this managing escalations all day every day if something starts to trend and spiral out of control it's on the ceo's desk within minutes so there's a right. there is a process to get that stuff to senior leadership's visibility right away so they can make, you know, big decisions about something that could be very, very harmful to the company. Mm -hmm. Same thing should happen in a small business, right? Okay. So if you've got somebody managing your your social media, you know, they're doing the day-to-day -day stuff. But you right. should be, you're not going to have that that same infrastructure. So you should be at least watching for reactions because if something, you know, you're going to put a post out there and one person's going to be an asshole and whatever, Mm -hmm. That's not what we're talking about. Sure, yeah. But if something starts to blow up, like you need to know about that because you're the owner of the business. This is something that could turn into, you know, 50 people pissed off online mm -hmm. could either go away tomorrow. Right. Or it could be number one trending right. on Twitter. You know right. what I mean? Like it, yeah. it can it can explode so fast. Okay. So that's why you need to be engaged and you need to be watching this stuff on a regular basis. Right. So, um, let so if something happens, so Darren, if if you were, if something happened with, let's just give a hypothetical. Something happens, launch and go is unfairly characterized as 
having done something bad. Okay. And, it, and the internet blows up. So if you were going to do some sort of public message, you were going to send out a tweet and you know that hundreds of thousands of people are going to read it, or you're going to be on the news. <laughs> Sorry. I, I would, I'm would just you, thinking about that with hundreds of thousands of people I'm actually just, reacting no, 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 to listen. something here at Launch and Go. I'd be like, wow. But this, uh, at so first, think at about first. Justine Sacco. Sure. She, sure. Nobody knew who the hell she was. She was number one she, trending on Twitter. Everybody was waiting to hear from her. Right. Everybody, every major news outlet. So, you know, I'm giving you a hypothetical and it could be big or it could be no, small, I understand. but people are waiting for your response. Do you send out a tweet like Donald Trump in your underwear in the middle of the night? <laughs> he never takes you, a suit off. Or do what you, are you be really, or, or do you be really careful? Tattooed on his body. Yeah. Do you be really careful in crafting that message? No, you have to, don't be impulsive. Right. There you go. You have to be very deliberate. You have to be very careful. The problem with this Here's here's what I see. Here's the mistake call I see most Cliff people make. Call Cliff Enico immediately. <laughs> yes, call our friend Cliff. Um, if you if you screw up your first response, nothing else matters. And that's yeah. the problem that I've seen so many times in these examples. Is somebody comes out and says, you know, oh well, you know, I made a racist tweet when in reality it wasn't. Why the fuck did you just say that? I mean, yeah. like, that go. was so stupid. It was. Don't, yeah. you know, and it's like well. what they're what they're thinking is I can placate the mob. I can calm it down. Uh, wrong. Okay. Like that didn't. So you need to be very, very deliberate about what you're going to say. And if you right. don't know, hire somebody. Immediately. Immediately. Mm -hmm. You may not you know need to this. respond. What you're saying is you do need to respond in a timely manner. Yes. I mean, there's a certain time limit that you get to respond, but don't be impulsive. Right. Correct? Absolutely. Be okay. very, very deliberate. Be very careful. And I think that the timing on your response is probably directly proportional to how fast it's spinning out of control. It's mm -hmm. like that dating thing, isn't it? No. <laughs> dating thing. Dating thing. I am afraid to ask. You talking, like well, you speed know, dating? Way back when, you know, all of a sudden, oh, she gave me her phone number. When do I call her back? You know, do I wait a day? Do I call her immediately the oh, next morning? Wow. Do I wait three days? What's the time frame? Darren, they called me. Yeah. I don't know what I don't that was the about. attorney calling <laughs> with the restraining order, Jake. Wow. Isn't, that what, isn't that what you were talking about? Uh, yeah. We weren't talking about restraining orders? No. Oh, no. Sorry. I thought we were talking about something else. Thanks for playing. <laughs> but you may not know this, and, and if you don't, don't feel bad, but there are actually PR firms out there that specialize in crisis management. So if you don't know how to react, hire somebody. Because I and there's good PR firms and there's bad PR firms in crisis management as well. But I will tell you, the I think one of the biggest rules in in the response especially the first one mm -hmm. is if you didn't if you were taken out of context or you were accused of something that is not true do not do not admit to doing something wrong sure yeah your your response needs to be i was taken out of context right. or you know something really strong to that effect and i have seen so many people you know their first response is, oh, well, I should have known better. I did something really, really bad. And it's like, no, you did something that was 
really, you know, could you have done better? Yes. Even but it they, was taken out of context. Yeah. So you come out and say, my comments were taken out of context and here's what I meant. And let me give you the facts about my history and right. why I can prove to you that what they're accusing me of is absolutely not true. And you come out strong like that and people are like, oh, okay. Well, that's better because you're mitigating, you know, you're, you're holding it. Yeah. <clears throat> you are admitting what you did, but you're yeah. not apologizing. And a lot of people, even whether it's involved with this or something else, a lot of times that apology is like, yeah, it's total <clears throat> bullshit. They don't mean it. They're just saying they're sorry, but that's because that's what's expected and people don't believe it. So I understand what you're saying makes a lot more sense. Here's back. It doesn't even need to be a, an apology. And I'm going to give you guys a great example. Okay. So you were at home the other day, you did something and okay. Kelly got mad. Yeah, but that's not what I was going to say. No. Instead of saying, <laughs> hey, you're right, I'm wrong, I'm sorry, you said, here's the reason why I did this. And you gave her ABC. Um, Crack another beer while Darren rambles <laughs> on. <laughs> so, no, that didn't work. No, that's that's not it. No. So, um, we can cut that. Maybe out. you need I, to have a crisis. No, I'm going to leave PR firm <laughs> to help you with your home. <laughs> no, um, recently um, th there was a comedy special. Um, who's the, oh gosh, who's the black comedian? Dave Chappelle. It's Dave Chappelle. Yes, He's thank you. Awesome. Yeah. He just His name just completely slipped awesome. my mind. He's hilarious. So he just had a Netflix special come out um, a couple of months ago, right? Yeah. It just hit. Oh yeah. And it was super controversial because in his special, he makes fun of the LBGT community. Oh, he made God. fun of everybody in he that did. special. He did. He made fun of everybody. He made fun of everyone, which is great. He but did. Yeah, it, there was in nobody the off limits. Oh my God. This bit, if you have not watched the Dave Chappelle thing on mm -hmm. Netflix, watch it. It is so freaking funny. Don't let your kids watch it. No, you, please God, no. But it is hilarious. And so after this special aired, people went ape shit. Well, I, I, people, there was a mob, went ape shit over his bit on the LGBT Q I community. I think that, is that it? He no. keeps throwing different Q A B C D. No, no, it's LGBTQI. I think it is. I don't know. Anyways, it's, it's close though. to that. It is funny, but it Sorry. is hilarious. And he, I mean, people started crawling out of the woodwork. It, it was trending like crazy. People were out for blood. And Dave Chappelle's response was, "Fuck y'all, that shit was funny." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, like that was it. There was no apology. It was like, that's that's funny. That's comedy. If you don't like it, tough shit. Like that was his response. Well, he's been banned. <laughs> but you he's know gone what? through the ups but and downs so you, many times, but it's he's like, I, I said it. I meant it. I'm not going to take it back. But the thing was, is like the, the mob funny. completely died after that. It's like, yeah. oh, he ain't going to play. Yeah. yeah. Let's go no. find somebody else. You couldn't bait him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You couldn't get him. Right. But it's like, up. he's like, it's jokes. And and I mean, his point was, was completely valid. It was funny stuff. And he, I mean, he wasn't targeting anybody. Everybody was open to being made fun of, mm -hmm. which is how comedy should be. Right. I love it when people make fun of me. It's hilarious because I'm such an easy target. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no comment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's yeah. just today yeah and a soft bitch <laughs> okay so so the, you'll get it in the truck on the way back so the next thing you should do is go to jailhouse and try penance this belgium amber ale that we've had before and we're having it now yes delicious mm -hmm. so good okay now go on um 
you need to proactively rally your strongest supporters. So we talked about in the prevention to build a network. That's your proactive piece. Reactively is engaging them. So if somebody were to accuse you of something that, that is not true, that's when you start dialing for dollars and you and you get your most ardent supporters. I need help. I need you out there publicly supporting me. I need, you know, whatever, whatever it may be, you're not going to get through this alone. You are going to need people helping you through this and don't be afraid to ask for that help. You know, there are going to be people out there that will stand next to you, that will take a stand, that will get out in front of a camera if necessary to come to your help and, and, and engage them. But, but it's, it doesn't happen automatically. You've got to do what we said before. And that is to build a powerful network in your community. You've got to have people that are willing to stand up for you. Yeah. But when it comes time, don't assume that they know you you need them. You need to call them up. You need to tell them I'm in trouble in a big way and I need people to stand up for me. Right. And you know what will be interesting pay. is how many people will would actually do that. And that's when you'll learn who your real friends right. are. It's like moving. That's when you know who your friends are. Yeah. Hey, I'm moving this weekend. Can you come help? <laughs> oh, I got to. Uh, got to watch the yeah. Pro Bowl this weekend. It's really important for the NFL or, Pro Bowl. Or. the best game of the year. Or paper will pay. What do you mean by that? What? That means you appease people by throwing a ton of money at them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I'm just or saying. you can bribe so them, all, as Mr. Winnie says. So, yeah. so your community is on the take is what you're no, saying. No, not the community. I'm talking about the people accusing you. You could say, oh, I'm so sorry this happened. Let's uh, do this for you. <laughs> Maybe you've met my friend, Mr. Bribe. <laughs> exactly. Oh, goodness gracious. No, we are not advocating bribes, people. No, no Jesus, bribes. Mr. Winnie. What? Did I mention bribe? Did the word bribe ever come up? Come out of my mouth? No, it came out of mine as I was trying to understand what you said. What what (laughs) Mr. Winnie meant was, we know how much your favorite cause means to you, and I would like to make a donation, substantial donation, to your favorite cause. Yeah. Okay, so. um, Okay. There we go. Here's the. Something else, too, that you guys canceled. got Oh, everything. There's no so way we're canceled. making through this episode without being canceled. Um, the other thing you need to do is, is determine if it makes sense to lay low or be out in the open. And this is really important. And this is one of those things that, that maybe a PR firm is going to help you with. Okay. But, you know, here's the thing, kind of the general rule of thumb. If this is going to blow over. Yeah. Just shut up. I was just going to say, doesn't that really relate to the first one? That it, you, it does. So is this redundancy? Maybe, but, but you need to... F- you know, and how would I, these you aren't in order. I mean, how do you gauge that? I, I think a lot of it has to do with whether or not you think it's going to blow over or whether you can add anything to the dialogue okay. to advance the discussion. So if you, we'll say, if you erred in just being human and put the wrong thing out there, and you're like, okay, I think I can let this blow over, or somebody else goes, uh, you know, John calls me up the next day. He said, hey, Darren, I, I, I saw that post you had. Dude, that was stupid. You got the, the shits coming. Get well, ready for it. And so, which, I mean, at what point? I, I don't understand. I'll give you a great example. I, okay. I'll please. give you a great example. If you really screwed up, because, you know, a lot of times this comes from, you know, I made a bad decision. Should I be canceled and banned for life and have my life ruined? No, but I made a mistake. Okay, so... What about the death threats? But may, well, maybe you go oh, out. Oh, nobody's dead. No, but maybe you what, go out and you offer an apology. Page. Oh, sorry. 
you go out, you make your apology, mm-hmm. and then you shut the hell up and you and lay then, low. And then lay low. Kind of went in the I lottery. screwed up and just lay low and let, let people go away. Okay. Or if it's something where you were wrongly accused, that's when you may want to be out there in front say, you know, hell no, that's not what happened or that's not what we meant right. or that's not what my client meant or whatever the case might be. And you get out in front of it and you push hard and, so, you, and you say, we were taken out of context and it's not fair. So you come over the top. Right, exactly. Okay. Yeah. But it's important to know where do I need to be in this, in this process? Do I need to be stepping back because I need to be humble? Or do I need to be be all out full offensive because I'm being wrongly targeted for something? Not offensive in a bad way, but right. like you're like, on the offense. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. That, yeah. that is a hard call. This is a really sticky wicket that we're in here. It is, but it, this is the things you got to think about this before it happens. Crap. And that's that's the unfortunate thing. And I tell you, the last thing that I will tell you when it comes to reacting that you really need to be thinking about is whether or not you're prepared to take real drastic action. Such as? Selling your business. Just, resigning. To, well. So uh, let me give you an example of this. Holy cow. So let me, let me, let me give you an example. How much you want for this launch and go place here? Oh, 75,000. Wait for him to make a bad joke. Price will go down. <laughs> I gave you a price. 75 grand. I got a couple hundred bucks in my pocket. No, but let's just say Darren, Darren makes a joke. And it's a controversial joke and it pisses people off and all of a sudden outrage goes nuts. And it's one of those things where Darren comes out and, you know, yeah, it was, it was an Usually I just joke. get I slapped and I buy him a drink and then they're good. But, but you know, let's just take this this discussion. We'll, we'll take it to its conclusion. All of a sudden people are freaking out. They're pissed. <laughs> you got that joke, John? Yeah, I <laughs> okay. I did too. But the point is, are you willing to, to take that drastic action if it's warranted. And it's like, all of a sudden I've done something. I made a mistake. And it, should it cost me my business? Should it cost me all this stuff? No, but the people have latched on to it. Sure. It's going crazy. Am I willing to sell it or am I willing to resign from it and be an owner because I've I've become firebrand? So you're, you're wearing the scarlet letter now, right? basically. And I will tell so, you, there's a lot cow. of people that will write it all the way down because they're not willing to accept that something happened. My my and, personal brand has become toxic with my business or what right, have you. Right. And I just need to accept it. Yeah, but if I was Darren, I'd just write it down, you know. Oh, well, I would right, too. Yeah, Darren. It. If you're the, like the, the CEO of a giant company, obviously they're they're going to resign or stand down. Thanks. Sure. Appreciate to save the difference. All the, yeah. yeah. My golden Darren, I, Darren, I just, thing. yeah, just drive it right into the ground. Just and then see how deep you can get it. Yeah. <laughs> just start digging. <laughs> see if we can find China. I'm a glutton for punishment. <laughs> so what the hell? So but bring I, it on. So, but people, hey, look, there's Mulan. Oh, man, we really did some damage. <laughs> that heat. Oh, that was the core of the earth that I just passed <laughs> through. But what, yeah. I mean, Seriously, what do you do at that point? I mean, if your business is already tarnished, but you're saying your personal brand, not the business brand. So if you detach yourself from the business and people realize that you're going to take the full brunt of it personally and the business can survive mm-hmm. because it's a good business, you have the opportunity to sell it. Then you or, just pack up and get the hell out of town. Or if it's the business, you know, you could sell to another larger business and they rebrand and the brand goes away. What if you just rebrand yourself? 
You, I mean, it, it's possible, but I think the thing is, is, you need to be ready right. if it if it's irreversible. So I could do go and launch instead of launch and go. That won't right. work. No, it just takes time and a lot of money or vice versa. Hi, my name's Flanagan Darren. <laughs> oh my gosh, the guy here last week was an asshole. Yeah. His name was Darren. I don't know if you, you ever met sound him. sound really nice though. <laughs> <laughs> That's a difficult decision. I mean, I, I get it. You have to detach yourself. You have to kind of but you need up, to be thinking about that before it happens. Like <sighs> if it were to come to that, are you ready? Are you going to be able to recognize when you've crossed that point of no return and I've got to take real drastic action? Wow. I'm sure there's examples out there. And oh, there's so many. Not. And I, I encourage you guys to get out there on the internet and look for it, but it does Boy, happen. Cow. And you just, you, you got to be thinking about this stuff now so it doesn't catch you off guard if it were to ever happen. And it's like insurance we talked about a little bit ago. You never want to think about this. It's like, you know, you don't plan on your building catching fire, but you do have insurance in case in that off chance it does. Well, this is the same thing. I have a new new. Insurance clause that could be added. It's cancellation clause. I mean, that put it on there. It might cost you a bit, but it might help you out in the end. Well, if it, the underwriter comes in and starts doing a risk assessment on you, right. your uh, premium is going to be pretty high, bro. Yeah. He sees all these <laughs> empty, empty beer cans all over the place. You go out and you get your E&O. How many bottles of know? bourbon does one office need? Yeah. A lot. Don't question me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You know, I mean, you have your errors and emissions. Nowadays, you have your cybersecurity yeah. attachment and the others that you can add on. It's like, well, how about this? Can I have something for, uh, you know, cancellation culture and whatever? Because if it if it got to that point where I've got to think you about You could step business, back would, and install me as a shadow manager, right? Are you putting that out or there just, for all businesses or just here? Sure. Yeah, whoever. He's well, like a savant. Well, yeah. I mean, he's he's had a peek into the liquor cabinet, so I think he. <laughs> yeah. I want to make sure he's just this. not talking about here. That that's really scary. It is. It really is because I mean, you you're a small business owner. You put your life into this business, and all yeah. of a sudden, one miscomment. Yeah. And even after you admit it, yeah, I said it. I did this. I'm a apologizing in the, in the best way that I know I've, I've done everything I can to alleviate the situation so we can all move forward. But if it got that far. Yeah, it's, it's really scary. And I hope today what we've done is we've really got you thinking about this because we're not giving you all the answers. Yeah, sorry this if is we a, made you shit in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, that's just Mr. Winnie. Get chilly yesterday. No, I didn't. No. Was what that you, me? You did? No. That's deflection. This is really scary. I mean, Darren this is almost a foil hat. Don't look at me moment. after Darren makes a silly This comment. really is like a foil hat kind of thing. It is, you know, but it's real. Its, yeah. it's real. I know. It's so Until real. Until you mentioned it, I was like, what? I don't, I don't, what? I don't understand it. And then you're telling me about dead naming on Twitter, which I'm not on at all. So if anybody ever sees a comment from me on Twitter for my personal You've thing. You've been hacked? I've, been, I've definitely been hacked. What's your hack? What's your hack? What's your password? I have no idea. I'll make some comments. No idea. We have Overwatch on this computer. Is yeah, no good. Probably, oh, it's, yeah, it's Putin. It can't be hacked. But, um, but seriously, I hope that we have really got you thinking about this. Don't let this episode be the end. You really need to be aware. You need to read more. There's books on this. There's articles on this. You know, 
take time to educate yourself on this. Seek Edu- out PR firms. And educate your employees. Make them aware yeah. of, you know, they and can your have family. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is a real thing. And I hope that you never have to deal with this. Right. I hope that, you know, the businesses that you work with never have to deal with this. But you know what? The chances are, you know, with, with our audience, one of you is going to deal with it or more of you is yeah. going to deal with this at some point. It's, that really scares the crap out of me now because all of a sudden I'm thinking, what if somebody just like hashtags me in their post? Yeah. And all yeah. of a sudden I'm like, what? you're associated with it. Yeah. Sorry, that, that was a light bulb Darren moment. Darren Flanagan like, passed out on my couch and slept there for three days after a whiskey bender. Yeah. It's a, that's a real hashtag. Yeah, hashtag. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Well, listen, wow. guys, we, wow. we started the year off with a heavy topic, but hopefully we've got you thinking about this. We want you to plan. We don't want you to get caught off guard. We want you to be the most prepared business people in the world. That's why we did yeah. this. And, uh, you know, if all of you take our advice and really focus on the prevention methods that we talked about, I don't think you'll ever have an issue. You can always 10X that one there, Jeez, Jake. Man. I know. Hey, Rob, I know. I hope you're listening. And I had to give you a little plug there. But <laughs> um, but if you're mad at him, just make sure you email Darren. That's it. Um, well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that. Um, we also want to remind you, we are entering tax season. Oh, gosh. We want your tax questions. So if you are interested in finding out how to pay less in taxes, which... What the heck? Yes. Jake, are we going to talk Jake, about offshore pay- accounting, too? Maybe. No. Cyprus? No. Maybe. No. No. No, it's all going to be legal. No, we need Although to pay our a, fair share. There is a hell of a... I, I'm going to pay my fair share, not a penny more. Have you seen that thing on Netflix, though? The one with no. um, uh, Gary Oldman and uh, Antonio Banderas? It's mm, called The no. Laundromat, and it's it's a true story. Oh. And they're talking about... Oh, my gosh. Watch oh, it. I haven't seen that. I'll have to check it out. Freaking, but, yeah. Send anyway. us your tax questions. Uh, podcast at beer.business. Or you can find us on social, private messages. We have an accountant coming on the show soon. We do have an accountant coming on the show. And we are also going to do a special questionable answers episode on tax. So we want your questions. Don't don't be shy. You know, we really, anything that you can think of where you may want to figure out how to pay less in taxes yeah. or I mean, am I getting into the gray area? Send them over to us. Set we, up a shell corporation, whatever. <laughs> no? Yes, no. No, sir, I'm, All right. as long as it's legal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, we want to remind you, if you or somebody you know would be great on the show, Darren, what would they what would they do? They would send an email to podcast at beer.business. Or they could go to our website and click on a link that says be on, be the, on show. the show. There we go. Exactly. Great job, Darren. Huh. So uh, you're trying to throw me under the bus one way oh, or the other. No, I'm totally But I have too. a really quick thing that what somebody pointed out the other day, you know, when you're talking about taxes and, you know, it's the IRS. Do you realize when you put those two words together, it's theirs? It's always theirs. <laughs> it's it's always never yours. <laughs> Think about that, folks. <laughs> Ruminate on that. Yes. But yeah, be on the show. Mm-hmm. Click on it. Or if you know somebody else. Anybody, local, national, international, you know what? With the interwebs, we can reach them. We've actually had some really good guests recently that have actually found their way onto the show by clicking the link and taking the 60 seconds to to fill out the information form. So, yeah, please go to our website, click on Be On The Show. It won't take you long. 
And um, you know what? While we're talking about visiting, yeah, would you please visit Jailhouse Brewing? Please. I mean, we've yeah. been sitting here drinking beer, so we had Breakout Stout. I had a little splash of Rebel Rebel IPA. It was yeah, really good. You only brought one. And now Slow we're drinking Penance. I mean, Penance. Listen, Fabulous. we've been to a lot of breweries, and we actually agreed to have Jailhouse be the official beer of the Beer Business Podcast because they brew such great beers. So it's in Hampton, Georgia, folks. Hey, um, coming up Thursday, January 30th. So this is, oh, for God's sake. What? It's so good. Mr. Winnie's Mr. gotten Winnie drunk and he can't even hold on to the damn Whatever. cans anymore. <laughs> so coming up on January 30th, it's a, it's a Thursday, guys. Tall Tales stand-up comedy. I should be out there on the mic. No, you should not. We want people to laugh and actually come back to the brewery. So if if you don't have anything going on, I know it's a couple weeks from now, but I wanted to tease it. Comedy show, brewery. I mean, need I say any more? It starts at 730 on Thursday, the 30th. I'm going. Six bucks to get in. Freaking A, man. It's an Uber from Hampton back here. It's a lot, but whatever. It's worth it. Yeah, it's, it's better than the $10,000 fine. <laughs> could you imagine like getting the Uber and like, hey, can you pop the trunk? We got to throw about seven cases of beer in there. <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah. all time served, which is their yes. newest brew that they've come out with. Yeah. Nice. I'm so excited to, to, try to try that. Mm. So folks, make your way out to the brewery. It's phenomenal. You'll love it. And we we promise, right? We do promise. Yeah. Jake, where are we tonight? We are at the world headquarters of beer and business. And you know what's even better? What's that? We have been graced by Mr. Winnie's presence, who he's we've not had in the studio for the past couple episodes. And thank you That's for right. being back and joining us. It's no trouble. We, <laughs> the show's just You're not the w- same without you. No, it's not. You're welcome. No, it smells better. It does. <laughs> better than <laughs> normal. <the> okay. <clears throat> he smells like potpourri and other scented candles that he got for Christmas. Freaking rainbows and unicorns up in here. <clears throat> so... We like recording here, don't we? Uh, we love it. It's uh, I mean, filled with technology. And it is. And you guys can too. Did you? Well, obviously. So wait, other that. people can come record they the sure podcast? Can. I had somebody, I had a couple last week and they've been around for a while. They, they like, they, their podcast they've had for over a year, but they're looking for a place to record with better technology than what they're using. Right. And we and have the technology. They were impressed. Mm-hmm. They were like, ooh, ah. Mm, nice. And then I put my shirt back on. Um, <laughs> wow. Hashtag, anyway. hashtag awkward. Um, <laughs> if you've ever wondered whether or not Mr. Darren lives in a world of delusion, now yeah. you know. There you go. The answer is absolutely yes. But yes. If you're, if you're looking for somewhere to record a podcast, we have everything you need here. And we have multi-levels. If you have your own software and just want to plug into our equipment, you can. If you need us to record for you and do minor editing to major editing to hosting, we can help you all the way through that process. If you're in the Atlanta area and you either have a podcast or you're thinking about starting a podcast, go to launchandgoworkspace.com. If you have a podcast and you're traveling to Atlanta to do an interview, do it here. Book it, Dan. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Launchandgoworkspace.com. That's it. And we want to remind you guys, subscribe to the podcast, please. Mr. Winnie, how much is it? It's, uh, it's uh, what, free dollars? Yeah, it's free dollars. Yeah. So please subscribe. And would you please review us? We, we really love your reviews. We need them. Every, uh, we've, every. We do. Every. Um, I'll tell you, you know, I'll take four stars. 
I know you said no. five, but I'll take four. That's Darren. That's not. Stars. That's not. Well, that message is not approved by Beer and Business. It, it it's five or, it's, or bust. We cannot be the. <laughs> we want five, and we hope we get five. But if you have four, send us a comment of why it's four, and we'll come out and kneecap you. Well, and every, then we'll make sure you put a five. <laughs> but, yeah, Irishman style. Yeah. Um, no, every Cold Joe Pesci, and De Niro, and stuff. Hey, hey! I'll come out there and knock your freaking kneecaps off, okay? <laughs> Jeez. Every every platform we're on, we're five stars. Good so we just yeah. need more of you reviewing That's the podcast. And we really appreciate it. And if that. you don't like mm-hmm. us, then DM us. And we might even bring up your reason give us, why on the air. Yeah, I mean, give us some suggestions if, if you think we suck. Just send them to Dan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you, have, uh, do you have events coming up here in Monchingo? We have a couple of them, actually. And I'm going to kind of give you the month. But um, next week, we do have... The 100, it's called on Thursday evening on the 16th at 6.30, between 6.30 and 7 show up. It's called 100 Who Cares. Oh, yeah. So they actually, there are three nonprofits that are nominated and they get five minutes to talk about why, um, you know, talk about their nonprofit. And then everybody votes and whoever gets the most votes, everybody that night's Write, writes a $100 check to that nonprofit. And it's a great way to support local nonprofits. It's a fabulous way to do it. And 100% of the proceeds goes to that nonprofit. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Nice. I got to thank Kim for that. She does that and you got to give her a shout out. She doesn't take anything for it. <clears throat> she does this and it happens four times a year. Um, the other thing on Tuesday, the 21st is meeting of the minds. Uh, we're talking about your, or um, Jeff Bartholomew will be speaking that night, talking about your why for your business. And the letter then, Y. And then on the 28th is at 530 is Startup Fayette. Mm-hmm. So if you're thinking about starting a business or you've started one, come to this event. It's um, a great incubator. It, it's fantastic. And I'll mm-hmm. tell you what, the, the first six months of this that we're doing it is all about PR. And the person who's talking that night has worked for big business, Coca-Cola, a couple other major corporations about PR. And then, so we're going to give a, there's a broad umbrella about that topic. And then each month after that, we're going to drill down into a specific topic about PR. So that's what's happening here. If you have any other questions about the events, just go to launchandgoworkspace.com and Click on the events tab and you can see what's happening. Well, listen, we want you guys to feel confident interacting with us in any way, whether you download our stuff or go to our website, email us. We are securely hosted by Overwatch Technology, which means, you know, chai comms aren't getting in. Yeah. Mr. No, Wayne. just go ahead and try and hack us. Yeah. You know? I mean, really, go that's a, that is a, that is a direct order. Please. Come hack and game on. Try. All right. Go yeah, you're it. not getting in. Last week. Putin tried. And somebody <laughs> tried to hack one of my websites, this website for launch and go. In 10 minutes, 1,600 brute forced attacks. On your website? On my website, on launch and go. And, and guess what? Guess what? You ain't but getting in. Because I am protected by Overwatch. It ain't happening. There you go. Yep. Bam. Putin's Chastity just have to- belt held firm. <laughs> <laughs> Putin's 
Putin. What the hell kind of reference is that? Putin's just going to have to yeah. settle for uh, getting garlic bread recipes because <laughs> he, do he is, ain't getting into beer. He could just call lunch and go again, and I'll give him a breadstick. If, yeah. if your business uses computers, well, let, let me rephrase that. If your business doesn't use computers, what the hell are you doing? Um, but anyways. Wow. The what? rest of us what, like are using abacus computers. is a bad thing or something. Yeah, right. But if your business uses computers, you need Overwatch slide. technology. Yeah. Go to www.overwatch.technology. Sign up for your free assessment. They will check out your computers, find out if there's any you know bad stuff on there like malware or viruses or you know maybe Putin himself has gotten in there and he's you know sending emails on your behalf. Ransomware that's getting ready to explode. Yeah, you don't want that stuff. So get your free assessment. It's free, folks. Free dollars. And uh, you won't be sorry. Overwatch.technology. And guys, we're going to close out today with some words of wisdom. Did they have a tip at all? Oh, my gosh, they did. Yes. Sorry. Thank you for that, Darren. I'm, I'm about to move on, and we haven't even gone over our tech tip this week. So- did you guys know that small businesses are targeted more than big businesses? Uh, Darren just said that. He did? That he was targeted. Well, he was, no, but that, I mean, that's Darren. You're right. You're right. I mean, Thank you was, for playing into okay, that. Okay, it was me. Thank all you. right. I tried to get in because yeah. <laughs> I wanted to post some funny pictures of him. But anyways. <laughs> it was standing at the front door. Was it on social media? It's payback for another practical joke. But okay, anyways. I got you. Um, no, small businesses are, are targeted more than big businesses. You guys know that? You know Why? Because they're they're more susceptible to pay. They're more susceptible to pay ransomware. They're more susceptible to, you know, a lot of things. You know, they don't have as much security as big businesses. So you might get information. So yeah. you you as a small business owner are targeted. So what can you do to protect yourself? You need to educate yourself and your employees. Right. Because education is key. Everything from, you know, process to, you know, software, what you should and shouldn't do. Um, you should research the security features of all your third-party payment systems, mm-hmm. if they even have them, cloud storage and other services. Don't click on that weird link on the email. Just if saying. your employees are saying. using their personal devices for work, then you need to have monitoring on them. So, oh, for sure. example, if you've yeah. got if you've got um, employees doing corporate email on their personal phones, then you can actually install security software on their phones. Yeah, to my, and you should. Don't let them and on on business computers like you know don't have your you know Yahoo or whatever mm-hmm. you know oh. that and don't let your employees plug their personal cell phones into the company computer either to charge it or listen to. Spotify or That's whatever. the first thing I do. So I plug in a flash drive, just a random yeah. shit, yep. you know. You should have a, a contingency plan in place to thwart off threats and recover if a cyber attack does occur. And if you have no idea what the hell that means. Call Overwatch. Call Overwatch. <laughs> and you yeah. should have an outside firm monitoring against cyber attacks. So one of the, the key things that Overwatch does is they have their software on the computers, but they also have people monitoring for the things that maybe the software hasn't picked up yet because it's a brand new thing, but they mm-hmm. view it as an anomaly and they're right there, first line of defense. So you should have all that stuff. Overwatch.technology, folks, go to the website. Awesome. Don't, don't leave yourself vulnerable. Yeah. All right, now let's close out with what some words of wisdom. What does Suds have to say? So here's the thing. I thought about this a lot when we discussed doing this episode. And here's the thing that I think is really important for you to take away that's related to this topic. And that is the F word as often as I do. That's common sense. Well, that's not talking about Flanagan. (laughs) Yeah. So Uh, (laughs) uh, that's not exactly what I was thinking. No, but seriously, 
The thing I wanted to leave you with today is you need to show grace to people. You know, one of the things that really gets me wound up about this whole topic of cancel culture is how one thing can ruin somebody's life. And when did we as a society determine that an apology is not good enough? I'm going to ask you guys a question. Have you ever done something stupid? Yes, yes you have. Today? I ask you the <laughs> in the last five minutes. Yes, you have. Sure. The audience, have you ever done anything that you wish you hadn't done or that you're ashamed of? Of course you have. We're all human. We're going to make mistakes. It needs to be okay if somebody makes a mistake and they come back and they apologize and they mean it. Why is that not enough? It should be. But it we can change that. You know, sometimes you see people come out and make heartfelt apologies. And, you know, people continue to be inflamed. Well, who are those people? Well, it's us. We need to be more forgiving. We need to show people grace. We need to lead by example. Everybody, including you listening right now, needs to know that if you make a mistake in your life, even if you do something stupid, not an honest mistake, but something really freaking stupid, because I'm going to tell you, I've done some really stupid shit in my life. Like start a podcast. No, I'm just kidding. No, no. <laughs> We're human. We're no, human. but we are. We're Mr. human. Lenny, I've done on. some really stupid I, shit. I know. So Usually sorry. I come over and fix it. You do. Thank God social media wasn't around when I was young. Mr. Winnie, oh, I am so Lord. sorry that we did not come down to your house the other night. And drink all your beer. Mistake all your beer. I apologize for that. I had whiskey too. That's why I was inviting him. Jake. We really screwed up. You need to apologize to. But seriously. You need to apologize to Darren. Yeah. But anyway. But anyways, guys, you're going to make mistakes. Everybody's going to make mistakes. And you know what? We need to be able to give people the opportunity for redemption. We do. If not, why the hell are we around? Like we can't be human. So it starts with you. Forgiveness is a lot of power. It is. Actually forgive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So folks, thanks for tuning in. It is 2020. Man, we've got a huge year lined up. We've got a really big show coming next week. We hope you tune in for that. Mr. Winnie. Hey, thanks for having me back. It's good to see you. I think it's whiskey o'clock, boys. It is. It's time to graduate. Very good. Well, folks, um, we're reminding you in 2020, be responsible. Don't drink and drive. Um, we might be getting taxis tonight. We'll see you next week. Peace.